Hello, welcome back to You Know What I've Been Wondering. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jane. How are you, Jane? I'm doing okay. I'm stressed, but it's Christmas Eve Eve. It is Christmas Eve Eve. I know, which I saw a tweet earlier that was like, so if your name is Eve, happy Christmas Eve Eve Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I, my cousin did just have a baby and her name is Eve, so. <gasps> wow. I mean, she like she's like two months old. Like it wasn't purposeful for, oh, yeah, for that yeah. reason. But many, many eves before. <laughs> yes, many eves before. But or when they'll take a photo of her on Christmas and she'll be Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. I like that. That's nice. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. I had applied to do a graduate certificate program in the spring and I got in. So I'm starting an advanced certificate in the spring and I'm very, very excited about it. I had my advising session yesterday. So that's, that's thrilling, but that's pretty much how I'm doing. I'm excited for Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is going to be weird this year. I think for many people. Yeah. Um, for sure. I don't know. I feel like driving around, especially given how much snow is now here. Mm -hmm. Um, it's and and there's like you know christmas decorations everywhere it's so you get this feeling driving around that it's like it's christmas but like it's not yeah, like it, it is christmas like it. yeah it doesn't feel but like, like it. yeah normally my family would all be together right now and we actually don't have that many christmas day traditions but um we would do a lot on christmas eve mm-hmm. um which interestingly i feel dumb because I spent my entire life thinking, oh, my family opens our presents on Christmas Eve. And I thought, I I just assumed as a child and no one ever corrected me because, you know, it never really came up that that was like what we did because we were Episcopalian. I thought that was like part of our religion. Um, (laughs) But then it occurred occurred to me recently, like no one else at my church, like every time we were at Christmas Eve services, we were like, all right, well, we got to go open presents. They were like, well, we're not doing that till tomorrow. And I realized recently it's not a religious tradition but that's what they do in denmark which is where my dad's family's from so it's like yeah so it's a danish tradition not an episcopal tradition that's cool yeah that's cool that you pass that down from your culture yeah (laughs) my culture um but yeah so i'm meeting my dad halfway between where we live tomorrow so he can give me the presents for me and my brother and i have some stuff to give to him and then we're driving to separate locations and we will open presents via zoom which will be weird yeah but mm. safe it'll, it'll be something yeah and it's good that it's yeah. gonna be safe that's what matters um yeah. should we get started sure you asked me about the massive protests that are going on in India right now. I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very glad that you asked me about this because I don't know how I missed this was going on. I think it's just that I don't really look at a lot of news sources lately. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, not that I in general avoid the news, but it's just the past few weeks I've just been in such a tunnel that I haven't even looked. Anyway. Right. But this has been going on since September, technically, and mm-hmm. for even longer than that. So I somehow should have been aware of it. But for those of you who like me or not, um, 
In 2017, the central government of India released model farming acts to dictate how farming in India should be carried out. Mm -hmm. In 2018 and 2019, the, the standing committee on agriculture um, observed that a number of the reforms that were listed in these farming acts were not being implemented by individual Indian states. Yeah. So the government put forth three ordinances or bills um, or acts as they're mostly referred to to make these farming acts more specific. Okay. Um, now in India, there are two governmental bodies that make up its parliament. And those are, it's kind of like our Senate and our Congress. Um, I think I need to go back to, government class and remember how because i was literally when i was reading this i was like i don't know if i I remember the difference between the senate and the congress but anyway in india it's who who they represent and like what they vote on on like who goes to what first Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that it's very similar to that so the lok sabha um which is the house of the people is made up of members elected by the people to represent their respective respective constituencies mm-hmm. and the rajya sabha is the council of states and its members are elected by the legislatures of individual states to represent that state as a whole no that's not the same as the senate but i get it yeah okay um now both of these groups passed the um the three new acts in september of 2020 okay the three acts are, I don't, okay, now when I'm reading these acts, my brain, I think it's just because I don't know a lot about agricultural law. <laughs> like it went in one ear and out the other is like, okay. Right. And then the response to it is where we get more um, understanding of what this means contextually. So the right. three acts are, the first one is the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Act. Okay. Which expands the scope of trade areas of farmers produce from select areas to quote, any place of production, collection and aggregation, allows electronic trading and e-commerce of scheduled farmers produce, prohibits prohibits state governments from levying any market fee, cess or levy on farmers, traders and electronic trading platforms for a trade of farmers produce conducted in an outside trade area. The second one is the Farmers Empowerment and Protection Agreement on Price Assurance and Farm Services Act which creates a framework for contract farming through an agreement between a farmer and a buyer before the produce or rearing of any farm produces or rearing of any farm produce. Yeah. Produces. It provides three level dispute. Produces, produces. But it doesn't make sense if it were produces. Oh, like, like, like products. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It provides for a three level dispute settlement mechanism. Oh, wait the farmer and buyer before the production or rearing of any wait the farm plural of produce, produce is just produce it's not produce. okay i'm gonna say this sentence all over again okay it creates a framework for contract farming through an agreement between a farmer and a buyer mm-hmm. before the production or rearing of any farm produces i get what you i i understand what you're saying i'm saying i didn't think produces was a word i thought it was I, just produce you might be right. It also could be that these were not written in English mm, and then were, translated. Yeah. yeah. It provides for a three level dispute settlement mechanism, the conciliation board, subdivision magistrate, and 
appellate authority, appellate authority. Mm-hmm. And the third one uh, is the Essential Commodities Act, which allows for the center to regulate certain food items in the course of extraordinary situations like war or famine requires that imposition of any stock limit on agricultural produce be based on price on price rise Mm. now again all those things are i'm just kind of like okay agricultural legal jargon but here's the big the the like problems with what i just said Mm -hmm. so for starters before all of this there was already this organization called the agricultural produce market committee the apmc Mm-hmm. which is a marketing board established by the state governments in India to ensure that farmers are safeguarded from exploitation by large retailers okay. and corporations, as well as ensuring that the farm to retail price does not uh, spread to excessively high levels and farmers make enough money to survive. Right. But these new acts basically create legal areas where corporations can come in and exploit farmers. Oh, I see. The main issue is that previously all sale of agricultural produce could only occur following the uh, regulation of the APMC who kept farmers protected. But now with all this, the APMC does not have a firm control on what would happen to farmers and its systems could gradually end effectively getting rid of the APMC, but they, they really need the APMC. And as I said before, without the APMC, it becomes much easier for corporations to take advantage and exploit farmers. Farmers right. worry that without the APMC, it will also get rid of their right to demand minimum su- the minimum support price for their crops. Okay. As of today, uh, these are the list of the protesters' demands. The big thing they want is for these new acts to be gotten rid of, but in these demands, they've listed a couple of other things that um, farmers need, because before all of this, farmers were struggling in India. Right. So right. they were like, well, we're demanding things. <laughs> okay, so the demands are... Um, to convene a special parliament session to repeal the farm laws, uh, to make minimum support price, MSP, and state procurement of crops a legal right, Mm. assurances that conventional procurement system will remain, implement a Swaminathan, Swaminathan, implement Swaminathan panel report and peg uh, minimum support price at least 50% more than the weighted average cost of production. Okay. Such so as a specific price for produce. Um, right. Uh, to cut diesel prices for agricultural use by 50%, the repeal of the Commission on Air Quality Management in NCR and the adjoining Ordinance 2020 and removal of punishment and fine for stubble burning. The release of farmers arrested for burning paddy stubble in Punjab and abolish the electricity ordinance of 2020, which I need to look into what that is. Uh, The center should not interfere in state subjects, decentralizing in practice and the withdrawal of all cases against and release of of farmer leaders. Again, a lot of that is kind of jargon, but they're basically demanding like fair pay and... It seems, it sounds like, too, they also want to repeal laws that um, are focused on lowering 
greenhouse gas emissions because yeah. that, that those are more expensive for farmers too it kind of mm-hmm. sounds like they want to repeal those laws as well Mm-hmm. As I said before, none of this is to say that before all of this, farmers had it easy. For a mm-hmm. long time, farmers have felt targeted and exploited in India. Uh, farmers and people who work in farming have faced increased debt, dropping income, and really sadly high suicide rates. Um, I read yeah. a couple different numbers, but all of them were at least in the tens of thousands in like the past year. Yeah, um, that's awful. And it's very sad. According to India's most recent census, the average Indian farmer earned the equivalent of about $140 per month. Oh my God. Uh, I know, which is nothing if you need, especially if you, I mean, I, I, that is nothing. I want to say that that's, that is literally nothing in America, but we don't know about the cost of life in India. That's true. Like I know how far $140 can get you in America. I'm interested to see um, if, how $140 can get you in India, Mm -hmm. you know? Is that equivalent to $300? um, Or is that more equivalent to, like, $500? Regardless, that's not a lot of money, but I am interested in that. Yeah. I did convert that number from um, a different currency, which that unit was, it was, like, in the several thousands or something. Right. But then it said in parentheses, like, in U.S. dollars, that's about $140. So I, I don't know if that equates to yeah uh, if that takes into account cost I don't, as well or no because yeah. i'm not talking i'm not talking about like how much money that is conversion wise i'm talking about cost of living like no in- i know i know i know yeah. i know yeah. i think what i was saying was more the case of like if it was convert if it was saying like literally converting to america to american dollars it's 140 dollars or if they were saying like this much money would get you about as far as 140 dollars oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It probably was that it's literally a yeah, the former. Yeah. yeah. So in August of 2020, the farm bills were made public and small scale protests began in Punjab. But then in September, when they were passed by both of the houses, um, the protests grew much larger and began spreading to other cities. And they were in pretty much every major Indian city uh-huh. now. Um Many farming unions support the protests as well as the All India Motor Transport Congress, which represents about 9.5 million truckers and 5 million bus and taxi drivers. They have threatened to halt all movement of supplies in the northern states and eventually they, they're saying that they will eventually halt all movement throughout the entire country mm. if the government fails to address the farmers' issues. Protests have broken out all over the world, not just in India, in in support of the farmers. Mm. The main language that is being used in other countries is support the people who feed all of us. Mm. Uh, because that is a, a huge issue. Like, if you don't even worry about the, like, human rights issues of it all, which you should, this will have an impact on our food, on, like, what's yeah. in our pantries. Yeah. Um, India provides many products that are sold all over the world. Some of the bigger ones are turmeric, chili, and ginger. Mm -hmm. They are the largest exporter of spice in the world. They produce 68% of the world's spices. Mm -hmm. They are the leading exporter of basmati rice and Mm -hmm. the world's largest milk producer in the global market. I think what that means is that like in America, we produce all of our own milk, but in other Mm -hmm. countries, 
the country that they buy it from is India. They're the second largest producer of rice, wheat, and other cereals, and the second largest producer of fruit and vegetables, and they produce many herbs used for homeopathic medicine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just affect our food, it affects fabric as well, because they are the world's largest producer of cotton. True. Um, one scholar was quoted to say, the pandemic has shown us that there are two economies. Essential workers across the world are suffering. The farmers in India represent all of them and their resistance to unjust legislation that provide that privileges the uber wealthy corporations is a resistance that speaks to so many of us all over the world. That was um, Simran Jeet Singh. Mm-hmm. was the man who said that. Mm-hmm. And it's just so true. Like It is true. Yeah. Uh, a different quote from a man named Manveer Singh is, the entire world should care about this issue because in a globalized society, we are all connected and everything from turmeric to basmati comes from Indian farmers. So like our, like the food that they produce has become a staple like all over the world. Yeah, it's the global economy is just as much at risk in this situation. Yeah. And for many Indian families, farming is the only way that they have money to survive. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a, something to keep an eye on. Indian Prime Minister um, Narendra Modi said that the government is refusing to back down. The government claims that it is going to increase farmers' income by making private investments, but that's not something that would create a legally binding income protection for all farmers. Right. Just being like, well, some of us will give you guys money is like, doesn't really do anything. Cause like you can't hold you to that and you can't, that doesn't create a precedent for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, tens of thousands of protesters are camping out on the outskirts of new Delhi and have been blocking national highways for more than three weeks. Here are a couple ways that you can help. Uh, I feel like every um, cause at the moment is like, donate, donate. And that is the case here. But also, I do think it's worth like just, again, like I said, I had no idea this was going on. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, I don't know, try and spread the information a little bit. Especially right. Give, if it, give person, it a quick read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're a person who's not in a position to donate, try and like get the information to people who are in positions to donate. Yeah, definitely. But if you are in a position to donate, um, here are some groups that you can donate to. Kalsa Aid is an international humanitarian group with a team working on the ground supporting protesters and working with protest organizers. Saheta is a volunteer-based humanitarian nonprofit, which is collecting money to help families affected by all of this. So both of those organizations uh, have websites. Um, Kalsa Aid is spelled K-H-A-L-S-A. AID and then Saheta is spelled S A H A I T A. And there are also a couple of c- cultural clothing brands that you can shop from, you can buy stuff from, that are donating their profits oh, cool. from their merchandise and art to organizations focused on rendering aid to the farmers in India. The a couple of those That's are cool. Rainful, spelled R E I G N F U L L and ZHK Designs. So mm. look up some of their stuff, see if there's anything in there that you would like to buy. That's cool. Uh, so like Sarah said, like this is an issue that affects a massive number of people. The I, I think a, 
I think it was like 60 something percent of the working class of India works in farming Mm. and India's population is huge. So over a billion, it's many, many people that are affected by this. Like an eighth of the world. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's not something that's just like a couple people somewhere far away are dealing with it. It's the largest gap. It's the largest protest in history in terms of the number of people. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Donate if you can spread awareness to people who don't know what's going on to like an eighth of the world i'm on the middle segment this week yes she is i'm doing kind of a mix of things but it's all under the umbrella of random things that were like lesser news stories of 2020 oh (laughs) lesser news because we are getting towards the end of the year thank god (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I saw Thanks this one Lord. tweet that was like, nobody be out here saying 2021 is going to be my year. Like, yeah. everybody <laughs> go in carefully. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Tiptoe <Yeah>. in. <laughs> be respectful. So this, I'm going to start this with a little quiz for you. Oh, I love a quiz. Um, but I got the, most of the like 2020 quizzes I looked up all had like a hundred questions. I was like, we don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I found one little funny quiz. No, we do then not. I'm going to go into more just some facts that I have listed that I want to talk to you about. I love the facts. So here are my quiz questions for you. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Question number one, where were the 2020 Olympics supposed to be held? Tokyo. Correct. You didn't even need the answers. No, I don't need multiple choice. I'm a smart lady. All of the following were big storms that hit Britain in 2020, except Brendan, Ciara, Dennis, and Alfonso. Brendan. Nope, Alfonso. Alfonso. Which I knew is the Ciara. One that sounded the most like a storm name to me, but yeah, Dennis. Dennis. Oh, I just remembered. I had a student last year who had a blanket named Dennis. <laughs> she would bring it to school all the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dennis. Good uh, old Dennis. Oh, someone's cooking. I can smell it. Scientists in Australia discovered the remains of an unusual type of kangaroo. What was so special about it? A, it was huge. It was 2.5 meters tall, which is like, I don't know, 10 feet or something. B, it was bright pink. C, it had six legs. Or D, it ate mammoths. I'm going to say it's either A or D. I'm going to go with A. Yeah, it's A. I probably should have made it You gave me a lot of details. You gave me a lot of details. (laughs) I should have put it into feet so that... um, it wouldn't sound like, because why would I put it into meters if it was the made up facts? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be an interesting topic to cover the metric system and why we, why America is dumb and doesn't use it. Yeah, why we use the imperial system. <laughs> this I did not know happened. Halfway through an interview with New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who we love, what happened? A, an earthquake struck. B, she accidentally said the word goober, and it was hilarious. C, the interviewer farted. 
Or D, somebody dropped a plate of sandwiches behind her. I think it's D. Nope, it's the earthquake. I was, I remember something happening while she was on the air and I couldn't remember if it was something silly and funny or something very serious. Watching the like video of it is kind of like nuts because she's just like talking and then all of a sudden it happens and her, like she's not like thrown over or anything. Like it must've been a more mild earthquake, but you just kind of see her like looking off to the side and like registering what's happening because she's just like, and then anyway, like. A special kind of kitten was born in the USA in May. Why was it in the news? A, it could speak French. B, its dad was a dog. (laughs) C, it had two faces. Or D, it had two tails. It had two tails. I guess that as well, but it is not. It is two faces. It's two faces. Isn't that weird? I know. I just Googled what it looks like, and it's interesting. It's like they're right next to each other anyway okay so those were the quiz questions from the oh no there's one more why did boris johnson have to go to the hospital a he hit his head polishing his helicopter b he ate too much roast (laughs) beef c he caught coronavirus or d to get to the other side he went he had coronavirus yeah he did I thought maybe the helicopter one might get you, but I changed the wording of the, that one that to the original funny. quiz. It was like, he hit his head polishing his golden helicopter. And I was like, if I take out golden, then it sounds like something that could actually happen. Boris Johnson would never polish his own helicopter. He's got people. That's that. true. That's true. That's true. Okay. So those were the few quiz questions that I thought were worth bringing up. Um, here are a couple of other news stories that are nuts that happened and in the moment we were like that's crazy and then we all collectively moved on there were many number one a star went missing oh yeah just like disappeared yeah for nearly two decades astronomers studied a star in galaxy 70 in a galaxy 75 million light years away and recently they looked at the latest observations and realized that they could not find it anymore The discovery was announced last month, and it could be the first instance of a star collapsing into a black hole without first exploding into a supernova. Oh. It's just gone. But then I'm like, okay, would there be evidence of the black hole? Like, where's the black hole? In January, there were mystery drones spotted over Colorado and Nebraska. Oh. Mm-hmm. that were apparently huge in january people in the U- in colorado and nebraska began to report mysterious drones in the sky according to the new york post rumors flew thick and fast about drones as big thick as a car fast. thick and fast thick and that's, fast. A lot. that's a lot <laughs> oh my gosh but they were apparently like those those thick and fast rumors said that the drones were as big as cars flying in grid patterns in the night sky. So, ah! That's terrifying. That is very scary. I'm not a big fan of that story. Um, Murder hornets happened. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wanted to forget about that one. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, This story, I remember, we didn't talk about it. A monkey stole COVID samples. He was oh, caught man. on video in May sitting atop a tree holding the samples that it stole. Oh my god. He stole vials containing blood samples from three corona from three coronavirus patients. Oh my god. 
Um, this one you would appreciate. Poland accidentally invaded the Czech Republic. Yay! Again, <laughs> we love it. Accidental invasions are not unheard of, but they remain uncommon. In a minor misunderstanding, the Polish military invaded and briefly occupied territory in the Czech Republic and stopped locals from entering a church in their own country. Oh, no. The misunderstanding was quickly cleared up and the Polish army retreated. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the idea that they were there, like, blocking a church, and then someone was like, this is the Czech Republic. And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. And then like, (laughs) left. They were like, why can't we understand these people? (laughs) That doesn't sound like Polish. The Pentagon released three UFO videos. Yes. That happened. And did you hear about the guy in Israel who... I'll look at more details, but like a a guy who used to be like the head of a big science organization said that there are aliens and trump knows about them yes he did say that and nobody cared we all were like oh god we're so fucking tired i don't know it's exactly what happened but and then i have i also have this list of that's very long this like 58 things you forgot happened in 2020 but most of them are like i didn't forget that like Meghan markle and prince harry leaving the royal family that was this year i feel like that was last year <laughs> no it was this year it was this year <laughs> it was in january so it's very early on and then Meghan markle had a miscarriage and it was very sad. i know very, very sad. parasite won the uh Oscar best for picture best film. yes yeah. so good there were locust swarms in africa <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I remember that because people were being like, this is literally the steps of the plague. Like, when are the mm-hmm. frogs coming? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what happened to Moses. <laughs> it's true, there was the plague. Know, sorry, just the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> there was the plague, and then there was the locusts, and then there were frogs, and then there was the flood. Flood yet. There might have been more course the australian wildfires and then the california fires it's been a year was this the year that the rainforest was burning or was that last year i think that was last year i mean the rainforest is always burning but the amazon like nearly burned down it was terrible this this little thing talking about the movies that came out this year someone tweeted i'm thinking about how maybe the only movie i've seen this year is cats <laughs> we should have known then. I mean, like movies came out, just not in movie theaters. Yeah, or the ones that did come out in movie theaters, like Tenant, they tried to release in theaters and nobody went. We all were like, <laughs> "I'm sorry, Christopher Nolan, I love you and I support you, but I'm not going to the movie theater to see your movie." I'm currently looking at a tweet that's uh, the picture of Patrick and SpongeBob when they're like surrounded by the burning city, and he goes like, "We did it, Patrick. We saved the city." But <laughs> Uh, it says Christopher Nolan when he released Tenet. <laughs> it replaces the word city with cinema. So it's like, we did it, Patrick. We saved cinema. Oh my God. That's funny. The Super Bowl happened. That whole JLo and Shakira concert was this year. That was this year, yeah. Trump praised so many things that Trump did. Like, all the, like, just anything. Every other week. It was like, what? But when he um, praised the opinions of a doctor who believed that there are demons in sperm. Oh, my God. There are (laughs) demons in there. It's called men. (laughs) 
Uh, Kanye West ran for president. Uh, he did. He did do that. Uh, he also gifted Kim Kardashian a hologram of her deceased father. Yes. <laughs> Never forget. And everyone was making um, tweets about, was posting tweets about um, uh, David Schwimmer playing him. <laughs> Being like, why didn't you just gift him David Schwimmer? <laughs> Wait, what? Why did I not- A Bolivian orchestra was trapped in a castle by wolves. <laughs> that's hilarious we're stranded in a german castle for 73 days during the pandemic oh my god were they able to eat do they have food i mean well they survived for 73 days so they must they had had something Patton Oswald tweeted, Today we are all a Bolivian orchestra stranded in a haunted German castle surrounded by wolves. <laughs> Most of this year we were. Uh, Trump tried to ban TikTok. Carol Baskin didn't was he? dancing with the stars. Before this year we didn't know who Carol Baskin was and now we'll never forget her. And now we'll never forget her. Oh, we've totally forgot about Elon Musk's baby name. Oh, <laughs> the one that you can't say. Yeah. Oh my god. And the, the the California government were like, it's now illegal to name your child this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they did that for that kid. That kid's gonna be so grateful. And lastly, whew, this is my last fact. Scientists also found evidence of a possible mi- microbial life on Mars and water on the moon, oh, as well yeah. as bacteria in the clouds on Venus. Yeah, Which I talked about a different time. You did. You did. So, I don't know if any of those are good, but... It was a moment. This year was a whole... It was a whole thing. They're gonna talk about 2020 like we talk about 1969. So much packed I, into 365 days. I know. I really was thinking the other day about how, like, someday, God willing, when once we get the vaccine and we get out of this and years and years go by and hopefully I'll get married and have children, I'm going to be that parent that's like, I live, listen, I was alive in 2020. <laughs> right. You can't hurt me. And to my grandchildren, <laughs> like, talk about to them, like, like how our well, I don't know if our grandparents, my grandparents never talked to me about the depression, but. No, my, I mean, my grandmother yeah. grew up during the depression, but she sometimes, she sometimes talks about it, but not a lot, but it's true. It's, it was, it was a whole thing this year. It was a <laughs> whole thing. Okay. So for my segment, <laughs> Sam asked me to talk about how cats and dogs with disabilities function, which isn't really a question. Like, I don't know. like. That's like that's like saying to a to a person who's blind, how do you function? I don't know. You just do it. Like I, or like how they perceive the world. It's like, well, they don't see. That's how they perceive the world. Like, <laughs> like in so the I case guess... of her cat Donna, Donna's deaf, but she can see out of one eye. And I so assume she sees out of one she's eye. A, yeah, and she's a cat, so she probably has a very strong sense of smell. So. And yeah, like, like that's it. I, like, yeah, she uses her eye and her smell. Like <laughs> that's it. Very that's, how, that's how it's done. Cute. I love how Donna moves, but you can definitely tell that she's like 
manipulating her head in a way that's like let me see out of my eye like, yeah there is, but like Go that's ahead. it she's just adapted to like use what she has yeah, they adapt is the answer but i'm going to talk about how cats and dogs normally perceive the world and how we can help them if they um do lose their sight or their hearing to uh-huh. you know function um so to start let's talk about cats and dogs vision Cats and dogs both have a layer on their eyes called the tapetum, and that reflects light so that cats and dogs can see small amounts of light more efficiently than human eyes. So if they were in a room with only one candle lit, they would be able to see that room better because of the way that their eyes reflect that light than a human could. Their eyes have more rods, six to eight more times than human eyes, so they require less light to collect a usable picture of the space around them. So you think about this as like a camera. Cameras, you change the aperture, and the aperture is the amount of light that comes in and how they can take that photo. And that eyes are like that too. The rods indicate our aperture. Cats and dogs have a better aperture. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cats and dogs are not colorblind per se, but they do see the world in tones of blue. So the colors red are very are very hard for them to perceive. Um, and everything's kind of a, a cool toned color. Interesting. This is because they are predators, both of them. So during their evolution, it was not so necessary to delineate the colors of their food. The article that I read said a, a gray bunny tastes exactly the same as a brown bunny. Um, oh. however this was important in primates and now this is why humans can see so many colors because they had to know which fruits were safe to eat by color they had to be able to look at a banana and say yeah. that's ripe that's not ripe that's bad whatever so that's yeah. why we have that skill um, because it, it's more important for us to be able to see what we can and can't eat so did Clifford the big red dog know he was red or just big <laughs> He knew he was big. He looked um he lo- he would have looked like a like dark yellow color to him to himself. He would have just looked he would have he would have thought he was golden. I loved all those tweets like in defense of the live action Clifford being like, What did you expect a big red dog to look like? <laughs> I, know, I know that they looked exactly like what he was supposed to look like, but I still hated it. I was just- <laughs> I was like, it looks like you spray painted him. <laughs> I don't know. It was just so absurd. And I, I, I saw these things. I was like, Clifford, the big red dog can't hurt you. And I'm like, but he, <laughs> he can't. <laughs> nope. He did. Dogs can make out at 20 feet what he <laughs> at 60 feet. So their, their ability to see like well and far is not good. Like they don't. Aww. Um, and most things for cats and dogs, unless they're within 20 feet of it, are blurry. Cats can only make out at 20 feet what humans can see from 100 to 200 feet. So for cats, it's even worse. Oh. Cats do not see in crystal clear images, rather moving blurs. And cats and dogs have trouble spotting stationary objects, but they can spot very small movements up to a mile away. So their eyes are made for picking up movements, not like shapes. Because they were hunting smaller mm-hmm. fast animals cats and dogs also have a peripheral peripheral vision past 200 degrees while that of a human is about only 180 that's because cats and dogs eyes are set out farther from their head mm-hmm. bless you thank you 
Cats can also hear ultrasonic pictures, which are emitted by their prey, and they use those to identify prey um, and other people. Um, and they also identify prey and other people using smell. This means if you come home smelling different or do something to alter your scent, your cat may not recognize you for that brief period when you first meet. They might think you're a different person because they, <laughs> they don't remember us by what we look like. They remember us by how we smell. Oh, that's why blue sometimes takes a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, you're you. Yeah, because he has to pick up. He's picking up all the sense of where you just were. They also say if you change your shampoo, cats will be like, who is that? Because they'll, it'll alter your scent. Oh. To dogs, scent is their primary way of communicating and experiencing the world. Humans will primarily use vision to take in their surroundings, but dogs devote a lot of brain power to interpreting scent. Dogs can smell 1,000 to 10,000 10, times better than people. So they can pick up they, like, literally can pick up the difference in amino acids. Like, it's unbelievable oh. how amazing their sense of smell is. Um, and dogs will use scent to interpret other dogs. And just using scent, they can discover if a dog they're meeting is male or female, happier, aggressive, or healthier, ill. Dogs have an excellent scent memory and can identify other dogs they have not seen in years. They will remember that dog. Oh. So it's literally their primary primary way of communicating, which is why dogs, when they meet, will, like, sniff each other's private parts because that's a very strong scent. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're like, yes, it literally, like, scent will tell a story. So if a, two dogs haven't seen each other for a long time, they'll sniff each other a lot because from that scent, they can – it's, like, telling them, oh, hey, I've been here and I've been doing this and I ate this yesterday. Like, it tells them uh-huh. all of that. Fun fact, service dogs have a very difficult time with traffic lights. Um, they have to be specifically trained to know that the darker yellow is stopped because they cannot see the color red. Oh, interesting. So they have to know, oh, okay, yellow is slow, and then the dark red is stop. Because, or the dark yellow is stop because they can't see the red. Service dogs are amazing. They are amazing. Okay, we'll move on to pet disabilities. If a pet lives long enough, they are almost certain to develop a progressive degenerative condition. <laughs> because pets, these animals weren't made to live this long. But, like, because our health care for them have gotten better, they live longer. But it's, it's natural to happen. Mm-hmm. relieving pain is the number one priority for any disabled pet so you need to figure out if their disability is hurting them or if they seem to be comfortable next is <laughs> elimination issues uh, which is can the pet go to the bathroom um or is it is it something they can do that by themselves or is it, or is it something you'll have to help them with um, and then this is followed by mobility. There is a lot of technology out there to help pets move around which include wheelchairs packs and slings we see people there are lots of videos on the internet of people being like, I made this wheelchair for my dog. And it like literally attaches to the back of their legs mm-hmm. or like I, they carry around their pet everywhere. There are lots of there. There's now a lot of technology out there to help you mobilize your pet with a disability. Blind dogs in general should not have unsupervised access to stairs, but blind cats are normally fine on the stairs. Um, probably because, well, cats have whiskers and whiskers help yeah. with depth. Um, but again, their vision already wasn't very good, like in terms of stationary <laughs> objects. It's twenty feet, so like it's not going <laughs> to be that makes big me of a change. Feel, 
That makes me feel better about when I throw a tree at my cats and it lands right in front of them and they're like, where is it? Yeah, they can't see it. No, that's why they can't. They, they like, if you, if they, if you ever throw something, they'll acknowledge, they'll see that you've thrown it. But once it's stopped moving, they're like, forget it. I have no idea where that is. They literally will look at me and be like, where'd it go? Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, but then like a couple minutes later, they'll smell it and be like, oh, yeah. Nibble, nibble. Yeah, they can't they can't do stationary things. <sighs> Blind cats can be trained to localize and follow sounds like clicks and whistles. That'll get them adjusted. Mm-hmm. In, in houses with more than one pet, they'll often rely on the other animal to lead them around. And oh. in general, blind cats should be indoor only. It's not safe to allow a blind a blind cat to wander around outside. Mm-hmm. An animal losing their vision is likely to feel vulnerable and anxious, so it's important to keep them comfortable. You can cover sharp corners on the furniture and remove protruding items in your yard. That's a really important one. Um, especially if you have a pet that always, that had their sight and lost it, it's very important mm. to safeguard things because animals take a, make a mind map of the world around them because their vision isn't that good. So they will know something is there based off of their memory, not because they can see it so if a cat mm-hmm. loses their vision it's important to like keep that picture as true as possible for as long as you can but also like making it safe um because after a while the pet will develop a mental layout of their domain so you can't move things around all the time like don't move furniture a lot don't move things that things that are typically stationary you shouldn't suddenly be like let's rearrange our living room your cat will like <laughs> be very confused because they're like, I've I've done this space for most part. Or if you do, like, introduce them slowly. Yeah. Scent markers are also very helpful. They suggest putting essential oils around doors and on pet beds because that'll sort of lead them to through the space and help them navigate and understand, like, barriers and areas. Textile markers are also very helpful, such as mats underneath food bowls because they can feel and then they'll know, oh, I've made it to my food. Um, and carpet runners will, can also help guide a pet through the house. So they'll stay on that texture as they move. Stimulating your pet's senses is also important for mental and physical health when you have a pet with a disability. Um, this is a quote from Debbie Bauer, who wrote a book called Through a Dark Silence, Loving and Living with Your Blinded Deaf Dog. Um, and she said a lot of dogs who go blind later tend to just sit in one place. They don't have motivation to move around. This is because they'll feel sad and anxious about the fact that they can't do all the things that they did before. So it's important to engage your dog. Um, this can include using sound making toys because even if they can't fully hear it, they'll still sort of register that something's going on. Puzzle toys and scent tracking games to keep them active. And this will also help fine tune their sense of sound and smell um, and start to engage the other senses so that dog continues to feel confident and safe in their home. Um, introduction to new people and new animals should be done slowly with um, blind and deaf cats and dogs. How to adjust your pet to blindness or deafness will also depend on the age when it happened. Again, it tends to be harder for animals who have had their hearing or their sight for most of their life and then they lose it because they lose motivation and they feel sad and anxiety versus a pet that's born with it because it's just like, oh, this is all they know. So they tend to spring back from it faster. Mm -hmm. But However, it is something that all breeds are able to adjust to and they can continue to live a happy life so long as they are comfortable. And that is everything about pets with disabilities. 
Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if that helped or answered Sam's question at all, but I didn't really know how to answer Sam's question. And I was like, I don't know. They just do their best. (laughs) Because the answer at the end of the day is like, how do they adapt to their world? It depends on how, it depends on what you give them. Yeah. Because the thing is like, you can't compare it to how a human adapts to having a disability because humans are used to being independent like we do most of the things for ourselves we can feed ourselves we bathe ourselves yada yada but pets are already dependent on us regardless if they have a disability or not so if they lose their vision and their deafness like or their hearing and they become deaf it's like okay well they already were dependent on us so what are we going to do to like adapt to that you know it, it falls back on us mm-hmm. so that's that on that all right, so that is everything for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, I'veBeenWondering.com. If you like what you're hearing, consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. And finally, if you have something that you've been wondering, you could email us at I'veBeenWonderingPodcast at gmail.com. This is going to be our last episode for 2020. Hooray! So we will see you again next year thrilling Dane you know what I've been wondering what have you been wondering Sarah I would like you to tell me about the Chinese Zodiac since we're going into a new year soon it'll be Chinese New Year I don't know what next year was I don't remember what this year was I don't either was it the year of the monkey two years ago was year of the pig I'm pretty sure that was 2019 it's every 12 years, and we were born in the year of the pig. So when we were turning 24, yeah, which so was that, last, that, yeah. yeah, it was 2019 was year of the pig. Actually, types 2022. This year was the year of the rat. Oh, right. So right the right, rat right. is who we musical yeah. made a splash. Right. It was very appropriate. <laughs> year of the rat. But I would just like to know more about that, how they were developed, what their significance is in Chinese culture, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. 2021 is the year of the ox. Oh. Oxes are strong, so I'm hoping that'll (laughs) provide some consolation. Gives us some Taurus energy. Yeah. Which we need. Exactly. Oh, right. And now it's my turn. Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jane. (laughs) Do you know what I've been wondering? What have you been wondering? I want to know what is going on with all of these different meal box subscription companies like HelloFresh, Blue Apron, Purple Carrot. Um, the one I just finished using is EveryPlate and it was a hot mess. No offense, <laughs> and EveryPlate. Every EveryPlate is owned by HelloFresh. I know. Well, that's the thing is so many of them are owned by the same thing. So how... Right. Like, well, when did that get started? Who's in charge of all of that? Right, right. Those okay. Sneaky, that's a good question. People that keep tricking me into giving my money, but also keep me fed. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they keep you fed. Of course I will answer that. All right, that's what's coming at you next year. Thank you so much for listening. This is You Know What I've Been Wondering.